Welcome to Creating Smarter Spaces, where every episode, you'll learn about another aspect of the intersection between technology, innovation, and the built environment. Produced for corporate real estate, facilities management, and workplace technology executives just like you, this podcast will make sure you stay ahead on the ever-evolving journey to creating smarter spaces. Meeting room panels. Luxury item to make the office look high-tech or critical solution component for any room booking or reservation system deployment. In this episode, I'll talk about my experiences with these devices, how they impact human behavior in the workplace, and how to use them most effectively to make your room booking program and workplace overall a hit with your people. I'm your host, Michael Priscilla, and this is Creating Smarter Spaces. So let's dig in. Room panels have often been considered a luxury item by many organizations. A piece of nice-to-have hardware that makes the office look high-tech, but offered very little tangible value. I'd argue, however, that their role in making an organization shift to a highly mobile, activity-based work environment is paramount. The cost of these devices versus the cost of failure of your shift to hybrid work and ultimately real estate consolidation program is tiny. And your savings on space and employee satisfaction in return can pay exponential financial dividends, as well as improve the experience of all your people who come to use your space. Today, I'll delve into why meeting room panels are so key to your activity-based working, hoteling, hot desking, whatever your organization chooses to call it program. I'll step you through the case on why I so adamantly believe it to be so based on my own personal experience of working in offices of large corporations all across the globe. And if you still don't believe me, you'll take away a little test that you can do at your workplace to see if in fact they will have the impact I'm going to describe. I've spoken to many companies over the past years about the success or failure of their room or desk booking program, both pre and post COVID. Some are wildly successful, but many either fail to gain the momentum across the enterprise or in a lot of cases, just fall flat. Of the ones that fail, I hear a number of common reasons why people believe it just didn't work. It didn't fit our culture. People never used it. People never trusted it. People never honored the booking. The system was never accurate. It was too hard to use, along with, God knows, a raft of others. Now, on the surface, these all may well be true. But when you dissect how these programs were actually implemented and actually speak to the people on the ground about the use of the systems or lack thereof, you almost always find a totally different answer. This isn't about what system they used or how it was communicated to them, no. It's about instinctive human behaviors. I'm a firm believer that for any employee service to be successful, any solution needs to provide tangible benefits to the employee beyond the friction it inserts into the way that they work today. If this isn't the case, people will work out a way around it, or as is commonly the case with space reservations, just avoid, avoid it altogether. So with this in mind, let me first tell you a sure route to failure. Simply putting in a reservation system and expecting people to use it. That right there is a recipe for disaster. I contest even 
with a strong change management communications plan, a lot of hand-holding, you're still going to find yourself very rapidly in the it-doesn't-work camp. We as people are creatures of habit, and like water in a rocky stream, we'll always take the route of least resistance. For any transformation program like this to be successful, the people that it's impacting need to feel they're either getting something out of it for the extra effort they're putting in, or it needs to occur as part of the natural workflow that they go through. It just needs to be like a rock that they flow past on their way down the stream, so to speak. So let's look at the natural workflow of somebody sitting at a desk and wanting to use a meeting room for a quick chat with someone who's come to their desk. And it doesn't matter if you're in a space with a room reservation system deployed or not. Now, think about this and how you'd react. Your first instinct is to look up, to find a room with no one in it, go in and shut the door. Bam. You aren't going to stop, open a browser or even a mobile app to check if it's actually available or if someone has it reserved in five or 10 minutes. You just go in and use it. This is the path of least resistance. Don't believe me? Try it in your office next time. Just walk up to a colleague and ask if you can grab them for five minutes to chat in a room and see what happens. Now, let's bring another colleague into the scene. Let's call them James. James actually went to the effort of reserving that room that you're in now. They come along and see that you're in the room with the door closed. Instead of kicking you out, which may be frowned upon, especially if you're James's boss, they find the next room along the corridor that may also be empty and do exactly the same thing you did. They see the next empty room, if there is one, and they go in. You can see how this quickly spirals out of control and the lack of trust in the system, culture, etc. creeps in. Rooms continue to be occupied by those that didn't schedule them or blocked out with no one in them in what we call ghost reservations or no-show bookings. Next, you find executives from certain parts of the business reaching out to you as someone who manages the workspace, wanting to permanently reserve certain spaces as their people can never find a space. This creates further scarcity, exacerbating the problem and soon you've got an office with 100 meeting rooms with only eight to nine of them available for reservation. It may sound extreme, and it is, but trust me, I've seen it happen, and more than once. Now, let's look at the same scenario, but in an organization with room panels deployed. You look up from your desk. There's room panels deployed, and you can easily see the bright LED indicators on them, showing you which of the rooms are free and which ones aren't. You approach a room that's green. Now, without any extra effort, you can see exactly how long the space is available for. You can reserve it on the spot for a short period of time, if that's enough for you, directly right there on the display, or even easier with the touch of your access card or mobile phone. But if this one doesn't suit your needs, you can move along the corridor to the next green room until you do. Even if the display says the room is not available but no one is in the room, it's clear when the next reservation is due to start and possibly who's even got it reserved. The room panel has done three things here. One, it's made it really, really quick for you to identify which rooms in your direct vicinity are available right now. It's set the social expectation on the duration of the availability and it's made it super simple for you to do the right thing to make a booking 
right there in the flow of you discovering the room. In this scenario, when James now comes along, there's no hesitance in you to leave. The panel has set the social expectation on the display and you've chosen a room that has an available end time that meets your needs. James isn't disappointed at you being in the room when he gets there. They know that you know you only have the space for a certain time and there's no debate over who has the space reserved and for how long. In this model, people trust the system. The social expectations are set and visible and people can make informed decisions on ad hoc room usage within the natural workflow of looking for a space to use. This is the vital role room panels play in making a room booking program a success, and it has nothing to do with looking high-tech. Now, without room panels, you being a good corporate citizen and finding a room that's available now would have been a three to four minute process. And if you're in a company with a lot of rooms or a complicated booking systems, sometimes even longer. It's important to remember that a room booking system on its own is only a solution to indicate intention to use a space. It is a way to reserve resources in advance, but most implementations don't go far enough in being able to indicate actual usage of that space per that plan. Or in other words, if someone actually showed up for the meeting, they reserved it for. This can also build distrust in the system because if you looked at the scenario I described earlier, if I went to all the effort of looking up what spaces were available, it's likely the system would say not that many, but as I walked the space, I'd find quite a few unoccupied ones. This is a game where the panels can play and make a huge difference. Enforcing people to check in on them when they get there, but making it super easy with a touch of a button or a tap of the badge or a scan of a QR code, you can make sure you free up spaces that go unused. If no one shows up within 10 to 15 minutes of the meeting start time, the system cancels the reservation, makes the space available again, and turns that light on the outside green. This builds trust in the reservation system, making the data accurate for your reporting and making more spaces available for your people. Isn't this why you deployed the system in the first place? These displays can be used to enhance your employees' experience even further by integrating them with other systems and data in the workspace. If you have a smart space system in place, you can display other information such as current temperature in the room, CO2 levels, or even the count of people that happen to be in there. I've seen some really innovative integrations where the room panel turns red when the CO2 level exceeds a certain threshold or a room becomes overpopulated. Pretty cool, right? Actually, Metricus and AppSpace have showcased this recently as part of a joint solution. I'll throw a link in the show notes for you uh, to that. You could go even further and enable the display's LEDs to flash different colors when an urgent help desk ticket is logged for an issue with AV gear as an example helping to expedite the time to resolution for issues that people in this space are having. I hope this gives you a few examples of why I strongly believe that room panels are no longer a luxury item you should reserve for the highest end of your spaces. And when you're looking to deploy them, make sure you're asking the right questions on how they're going to be used and the functionality you'll be delivering on them. There are still some old school ones with very basic capabilities still on the market, that will only display what's in the reservation system and that's about it. 
You don't want these if you're looking to make your spaces smarter and really work for your people. The right room panel can be an imperative tool used to manage the consumption of your space and I'll argue a critical one if you want to make your room booking system a long-term success in your organization. They're digital canvases to naturally guide people in the behaviors you want them to exhibit. A platform to disseminate information around the workplace and a way to get real-time feedback on what's actually occurring. They aren't just a fancy replacement for a piece of paper stuck on the door with a schedule. At least they shouldn't be. And if you go about their deployment with the right mindset, they won't be. And your scheduling deployment will be a success as well. So that's a wrap on today's episode. But before we leave today, just a reminder, I make this podcast for you. So if it's something you like and feel others would too, please consider leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice or share it with a colleague or friend. Not sure how to? Not a problem. Just point them to smarterspaces.live slash listen and all the options will be available right there. As always, one final disclaimer, all views and opinions I share on this podcast are my own and may not necessarily be those of my employer. I trust you've enjoyed today's topic and I hope you'll tune in for another episode soon. This is where real estate, facilities management and technology converge. This is Creating Smarter Spaces.